is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, and Bill Jones. It is a foggy Tuesday here at the Star in Frisco as we're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studio Yo, Talking Cowboys. Cowboys. How about that, Nate Newton? Joining Talking Cowboys yet again. You happy to be back, Nate? Yes, I'm, I'm happy to be back with Mick and two new guys. I'm going to meet the other guy here soon, I hope. <laughs> he, this is Heckma Harrison across the way. And social distances. Uh, oh, you can't. <laughs> that's three that times Super Bowl wasn't champion. an elbow. That's all I got to say. Somebody bring you know out what? the hand sanitizer. Oh, and I'm okay. way too wow. close to Kyle, wow. too. What? I mean, Six feet. I've got lice all over this. Did you see the news there? lately? No. I the, had to the watch anchors the news. Are, are like 12 feet away from me. Are they other. really? They're barely in the picture. Now I might have to watch the news. So our intro's uh, dwindling. Now we're... What'd you one say? Out of, one, one out of four. four. <laughs> what'd you say, Nate? Why we in here? But, uh, I'm serious, and I don't want to get deep into this, but okay, I understand you may not want to touch, but this, this thing is airborne as well as touching. It's people that's been sitting at home, haven't been nowhere for a month, and, and go out, and all of a sudden they got something. They go to the doctor, and they and they have it, and, they, and the doctor said, "Where you been?" I've been at home. So don't tell me just touching getting it done. It's the, it's the whole deal. Right. So it, it, it's an airborne disease as well as a touching disease. Uh, so you do what you want, but I'm in a store yesterday, and everybody talking about the virus. I asked them, I'm asking them the same question. Well, why are we here? <laughs> Shouldn't we go home? Right. I'm through with it, man. Who would not sign and not sign? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. Sports have come to a little bit of a standstill, and the fact that we've got something to talk about, not just specifically with sports, but our Dallas Cowboys have had deals done over the past 24 hours, and we've gotten into free eight, or I guess the legal tampering period. We haven't gotten the free agency yet, but plenty to talk about here on Talking Cowboys here this Tuesday. And let's start with some of those Cowboys storylines. Dak Prescott tagged. Franchise tag, the exclusive franchise tag. So at least as of now, Jerry, true to his word, saying we're not going to allow Dak Prescott to test the market even for a single minute. We're not going to not have his rights. Well, they have his rights. And now where do the Cowboys go next from here? Because uh, early in the process, Dak said that, or Dak's party came out and said that if he were tagged, there's a potential for a holdout here. What is next for Dak Prescott? Is he going to be... Uh, resigned. I mean, I know the the contract deadline is July fifteenth. So, Mickey, we'll start with you. Yeah. What is today? This is March seventeenth. How many months we have? About, About four. three or four. Four months at least. Five. Yeah. Maybe. It's up to him. Does he want a thirty million dollar signing bonus tomorrow, or does he want to have to work eight seventeen weeks to get thirty one million? Uh, I think they've made their offer. Uh, I don't know how much more they can give him. Uh, so, yeah, it's up to him. Does he want a signing bonus or does he want to work like the rest of us and get paid by the week? And I think that's going to be the bottom line. Uh, he's either going to make $31.5 million at this point 
for 17 weeks, or he probably can make that in the signing bonus or more uh, tomorrow. So I, I think uh, it's up to him. I sense a little frustration there. No, I, no frustration on my part. I'm sure there's some frustration on the Cowboys' part because if they can sign him to a long-term deal, he's not going to count $31 million against the salary cap this year, which will probably open up about $15 million at least for them to sign other players. So uh, I'm sure the frustration is upstairs right now that mm-hmm. uh, they haven't got a long-term deal done with them. Now, we've talked about this for weeks, and, you know, getting the deal done has been foremost. But also, uh, the tag for the team, like you, you allude to, Mick, is is kind of a whole process for everybody. That $15 million is very important. We're getting some of the little guys or the special teamers and people like that signed immediately. It's been a lot being talked about with Dak and his deal. And I think the one thing that's really surprising for me as a fan is the fact that we got to this point. You know, that why didn't this get done sooner? Uh, that, you know, that we didn't get to the 11th hour and we have to deal with this. So I don't know who it's on. You know, there's a lot of speculation on the years. There's a lot of speculation. I, I don't think on the amount, but the years is the biggest part that everyone's trying to figure out actually what does Dak want. And you don't know. It's never been said, right? You know what? But you know it comes down to money, right? It's pretty simple. Let me say this here. You know, and I and I try to tell everybody this deal ain't gonna get done. Uh, it, it, it's gonna be a tag here. Uh, some other guys gonna have to sign, and it may get done then. But this, you know, if it get done tomorrow, I won't be shocked because I know how Mr. Jerry Jones worked. But I also got a feeling of how Stephen worked. So, you know, I try to tell everybody leading up to this. I say he's gonna be tagged. I'm a hundred percent sure that he and he's gonna be tagged again. Because if, if if Mr. Stephen Jones is running the negotiation, he got a stopping point. Because he is here to manage the team and the rest of, and to try to build a team within that. So I understand Dak as a player, get all you can get, I am with you. I understand uh, how you have to build amongst the salary cap, what your values is and trying to have other players on the team. So they had an impasse. And, and, and I understand it sounds good. I think this one time – the the Joneses don't care about that perception of being in the media. I think they really want to get it done. And I think, uh, like you said, somebody may want a three to four, somebody may want a five to six. And that is the biggest catch right there. So I, I, so you're not surprised by it? No, man. No, he'll tell you. I've been telling everybody, you know, on our other day, he's going to get tagged, you know, because – we laughed uh, six months ago when he said forty million. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, y'all? <laughs> that could that could be kind of true, kind of inching that yeah, way, isn't yeah. it? So I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna worry about it because we have Dak another year. The only thing that I, I've said and I continue to say is, if he don't show up to training camp, and everybody keeps saying the terminology is terminology is gonna change, the, the way they do things is gonna change a little bit. And it ain't as easy to get on pages with receivers and new guys as people may think it is. No. So I, I just hope he don't miss. But if he does miss, I understand. I, I really do. And you know what? With the new rules, it's only 16 practices. Yes. Ugh. Went from 28 
to 16. In pads. And so what about the OTAs? That's the same uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. They may not be any OTAs. I, I was about to say. The things that's, are going right now. That's what now, I'm saying. Right? So, Off-season so, programs So if this, this thing continues the way it has over this last week, uh, he's going to lose a little bit of his bargaining power because he's not going to miss anything because everybody's going to miss. Miss, yeah. Right? Yeah. So to me – I would not want to be without a job on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Because if somebody's going to tell me I get $30 million today or I don't have a job or a paycheck on Wednesday, in this climate, uh, I'm a little worried. But the thing is, in their world, it's different. You know, in the Cowboy world and in Dak, it's, it's different. They have tagged him, so now it's up to Dak to come in and sign it. Uh, they, they yeah, could. but if he doesn't sign it, he, yeah. he's unemployed. Yeah, he, he's, he is unemployed. But... They can't. They ain't gonna let him go either. No, so, no, I know they're not gonna yeah. let him go. <laughs> so, I understand I mean, that. It's one thing to be saying he's unemployed. If I'm, if I'm uh, Mariota, mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Right on. Because you out there scouring the streets. He been tagged. So well, he got traded. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's got. He's still scouring. I mean, uh, you to be wanted. He's wanted. That's all I'm saying. To be wanted versus not being wanted. You know. Well, and the Cowboys want him enough to want to keep him around for a five-year deal. Apparently, right. that's one of the big holdups is the fact that they want to sign Dak Prescott to a five-year deal that would lead into that ballooning of the salary cap that we talked about last week on this show. Of course, the new CBA agreement has been agreed upon. That came down Sunday night. But now with that being said, the salary cap's going to balloon just how we thought it would. Those contracts are going to start growing up. Like you said, Nate, it's going to get up upwards of $40 million, $45 million by the time we get to the next couple of years and some of these other contracts like a Deshaun Watson, like a Patrick Mahomes that are going to start finding their way into the market. Dak's numbers are going to only go up, which is why Dak Prescott's party wants not going to a go shorter up he, deal. Not going up if he doesn't play. Well, that's the that's the other part of it that I'm saying. You know, OTAs doesn't really worry me to that degree right. if he doesn't, because nobody's delivering a Lombardi in off season, right? Right. And so, but this but, it definitely helps, though. Well, it does, but at the same time, there are guys that miss OTAs for injuries and other reasons, you know. So when it comes down to training camp and him not showing up for that, now I think we get into deeper water uh, with with that that kind of holdout. But he's always been compared in this situation to a franchise tag with Kirk Cousins and. If you look at what Kirk Cousins, Cousins has done, the amount of money that he's made during the franchise tag, and what he's just did by reing up with the Vikings on his deal, you know that's that should be a light at the end of the tunnel for someone like Dak. Now, obviously, we don't want to lose him to another franchise, but at the same time, you know that a deal is imminent for Dak. That's how I feel. I'll say it again. Are you you guys are talking like we're playing football? Well, no, 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 <laughs> right? no, no. no but, we don't know that. But, but am but, I right? But, but the thing is, and if I got thirty million today, that beats thirty, possibly thirty million in September. But, but, but you got to understand, we're not playing football. Okay, I understand what you're saying. But what if Dak is willing to say, "All right, I'll take my chances of not being." See, this kid. And this is what made me realize this kid dumped his partner at the beginning of this two years ago. Hey, I'm going with CAA, Mr. Francis, and whatever he say, 
That's what I'm doing. So from day one, he's told anybody that wants to look or even care about it, I'm in it for the long haul. He ain't changed. He ain't backed up. So now me kind of filling out Mr. Stephen Jones, he ain't backing up. So right now, this kid is good with not having him 30 mil. He is mm-hmm. good. The problem is going to be is, is he going to be good doing training camp? Because eventually, football is coming. It's coming. Well, we hope. Yeah, it's coming. Eventually, it's coming. So, if not this year, maybe next year. Now, whether we be alive is maybe that's the that question. We Come on, man. We're going to be here. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Gosh, no, but I'm so. I'd <laughs> rather be alive with $30 million in my pocket than not working. But the thing about it is you think they're going to not, they gonna not uh, the $30 million going to go away? It's not going to go away. It's not going away. It's not going away. It's not going. He's not. This kid, if you don't know one thing about it, this kid is not panicking. So the thirty million that we may be worried about, he's letting you know. Nah, and not at all. Yeah, he's well, just letting you know. All right, you, you you bet on this coronavirus going away. No, 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 no. If it, if it stays, okay. Nobody get paid. paid. He doesn't get paid. Yeah, but, but if he gets paid tomorrow with a thirty million dollars signing bonus, it's his. That maybe not. That that maybe ain't his thing. Well, you got you got. See, he's got I a better constitution we, than we, me. We, we, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, we're not him. You got the principles. You gonna stand on Mick regardless. He, you got them same principles. We don't know what it is that you stand on. But he's standing on his principles. See, now, the other thing, and Heckman's got a good point on the four years, five years. Yeah. But what everybody's missing is when Goff and Wentz did their mm. four-year extension, they still had another year. Right. So they had five years of control under them, and they were able to take the signing bonus and prorate it over five years, not four years. So to me, if you want four years, then you get less signing bonus. Because now I can't spread it out as many as much as I could over five years. And I'm sure that's what they're thinking upstairs. Okay. And they have a right to think that. But Dak may Dak and his people may be thinking something else. So it's still gonna come down to if Dak wanna relent or the Judy Jones just wanna relent. Uh we we, we keep acting like uh this kid is uh, not have a common sense of what he's doing. He has, a, you know, you can you can think what you want about his about the money that he's negotiating for himself. You can think what you want, but this kid did not go from day one not knowing that this would be a possibility that this may come. Now nobody ain't know about the coronavirus. I was about to say nobody was thinking about this in general. Now with this all being said, there are other contracts at hand for the Cowboys yeah. in general. You've got. Amari Cooper, he's back. You've got. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in depth a little bit later. Byron Jones is walking. Breaking news, though, from Ian Rappaport as of four minutes ago, the Bears are signing pass rusher Robert Quinn to a five-year, $70 million wow. contract, $30 million fully guaranteed, as Robert Quinn is no longer a Dallas Cowboy, at least at the moment. Nobody signed on the dotted line yet. Wednesday is the official start of free agency. But Robert Quinn agreeing to terms with the Chicago Bears. So you lose Byron Jones and you turn around and you lose uh, Robert Quinn. By the way, and the deal Randall for Cobb too, and Ra- Randall Cobb, but Byron Jones's deal, one of, or the highest paid cornerback now in the NFL. Five years, $82.5 million with the Dolphins. That means 
57 million guaranteed, 40 million in the first two years of that contract. And that brings me to the question. Now, I was originally going to ask how big of a hole is it to fill for Byron Jones leaving? We've talked about it over the last couple of weeks, but now that it's finally here, how big of a hole is it? And then I'm going to add on. Now we've got to fill a Robert Quinn-sized hole on that defensive line as well. And that's why having to pay the tag hurts the Cowboys. It doesn't hurt them from money. Jerry's got the money to pay them, right? But I'll say it again. If you sign them to a long-term deal, you would have saved against the cap this year, which is important, $14 or $15 million. So you could have signed Robert Quinn to something that if he costs 14 or 15 million dollars against the cap. And see and that's what Houston did on Byron Jones's contract. Mm-hmm. They gave him big base salaries Miami. in the first uh, uh, Miami, I'm sorry. Yes. Gave him big base salaries in the first 2 years of the contract. He only got a 15 million dollar signing bonus over 5 years. So you prorate that, it's just 3 million. But they gave him base salaries uh, in, in in those first years, um, that that were 11 million and then 14 million guaranteed. So that's 25 million guaranteed plus 15 million. He got 40 million guaranteed basically in the first two years. So what they did is the cap number they got it high because they knew that the Cowboys couldn't give them that much in those first two years. So yeah. they were pretty smart, Miami, on how they how they structured the contract. And now the same thing with with Robert Quinn. It'll be interesting to see how the contract was was structured with the Bears. Yeah, with the Bears. That's an unbelievable amount of money, though. I was thinking. So he, I mean, he my made, goodness, he made seven point nine million with the Cowboys last year on a one year deal. Correct. Kind of approve it. So I figured ten to twelve million a year yeah. over three years. That's what we said. Would have been would have been reasonable. So now what did they? What Five they years, seventy million. So he's going to be thirty million 34, Years. See, you got to see how the thing's structured. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be it's good for two years and then you're out and you don't have to pay anything after that. It, it's not guaranteed. So it would be interesting yeah. to see the structure. First of all, see, it, it, he hit you with one, didn't he? No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, no. First of all, I, I don't value like the Cowboys, I, I hope, used to value. Mm hmm. Uh, I can stand losing Robert Quinn if, in return, we can get Snacks Harrison. There it is. Okay. See, see, one day somebody going to realize that a one technique and a safety does count in this league. Yeah, but and not more than a defensive end and a what, quarterback. What allows most defensive ends to make the plays that they make? Pass rush up front. If you Up the middle. If you have a dog that can push that thing where that quarterback cannot see most Tony Wise has always taught us. He said, "Yes, he said Mark Tuney is going to make all the money and Eric Williams is going to make all the money. Our two tackles." Mm-hmm. He said, "But Step, Nate, and Gogan, don't y'all one for one minute think that if we can keep our pocket clean up front." And have minimal penetration that gives our tackles a chance to run these great defensive ends around the corner. Right. And so, if we don't get a dog to push them people, we'll have the E-Law getting double teamed again. We'll have a guy over here on the on the other side have with ten sacks, and it won't be worth nothing. You got to have them dogs in the front to push that thing 
So these, so so they have a two way go. Our defensive ends can have a two way go, and so you got to get a snacks Heron or somebody of that ilk. Okay, we lost there on Robert Quinn, but you got to get a dog up front mm-hmm. to put that pressure because even if we're signing Robert Quinn, my biggest concern going to be. You got to have that dog up front. Yeah, how do you cover the middle? And the biggest thing, just to answer your question, Kyle, is I mean, it, it left a meteoric hold seemingly right now in the defense with losing Quinn and also Byron Jones. But to to your point, and, and also looking at the the new philosophy of the Joneses with twenty seven million dollars in cap space, dead money sitting on the cap last year, they didn't want to sign any of these guys, and it was for a reason why Robert Quinn had a prove it deal. That production walks. But you have to know that they, they're they looking at going into the draft, free agency, to get some guys. Look, they couldn't have imagined that Robert Quinn would have gotten the, would have gotten coveted the way that he did in free agency. But everyone knew that Byron Jones was going to get a bigger contract than what the Cowboys were willing to offer. But I agree with you, Nate, when you say you got to get a guy that pushes the pocket so that you can give – Guys like Demarcus Lawrence, Lawrence an opportunity be, because it, he's right now he's long ranger with no tanto basically. Yeah, yeah, and see, you know I'm not big on say hey watch the film because you you can make the film me and Mick talk about it all the time. You can make the film say what you want, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about basic football. Right on. It and and you 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 can have these two great defensive ends like Denver had for two or three years. But when they was their most effective, they had a horse in the middle. You look at how even the Kansas City Chiefs, as the season went on, they banked everything on two players. That's they safety in the middle, and, and and Chris Jones, yeah. the big defensive tackle. Yeah. When you got a beast in the middle, and act the 49ers, look at them. When you got a beast in the middle that commands that you can't turn your protections. Boom. So I'm not saying Robert Quinn is not a loss. Yes, Robert Quinn is a loss. But you have to start valuing what, what's there and what you need to do. So, yes, Robert Quinn is a loss. To answer your question, he's a loss. Yeah. But not to me, not as big as most people think. Well, and a lot of the conversation that we had leading into this week and knowing that free agency was upon us was – how are the Cowboys going to afford to keep some of these pieces? And out of the 39 contracts that have been signed over the last 24, or not signed, but agreed upon over the last 24 hours, the top two in terms of monetary value have been from Dallas. Byron Jones, Robert Quinn over at the top of the list, both five years, both upwards of $70 million. No other contract has been even close to that. The next biggest one was four years, $51 million for Kyle Van Noy whenever he went from New England to Miami. So it was going to be tough to keep those contracts anyway. Tom Brady hasn't signed yet. Exactly. There's a lot going on, though, and that's what I'm kind of getting to. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Amari Cooper. He'll be back with the Cowboys. And then where else do the Cowboys go from here in terms of filling some of these holes on defense when we return here on Talking Cowboys? I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. 
So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for zero dollars down based on gws one score september 2019 back to talking cowboys if you if at least it's better of a conversation that we've had throughout the course of the break. And we're going to carry that over into this segment because there's plenty to talk about. Nate Newton, Heckma Harrison, Mickey Spagnola, Kyle Yeomans here with Talking Cowboys. And, well, we, we mentioned Byron is gone. We mentioned that now Robert Quinn has taken a contract. Right. He'll be up in Chicago with mm-hmm. the Bears. But we do have one player returning, and that's Amari Cooper as he was agreed to terms yesterday, five years, a hundred million dollar contract, sticking true to his word because yes, a couple a uh, couple weeks earlier, about a week ago, ended up saying, "I want to be a Dallas Cowboy." I, I understand the value of being a Dallas Cowboy and having the star on the side of the helmet. He was offered big money, apparently, uh, reportedly, the Redskins out of Washington had offered him at least five year, one hundred and twenty million. He decides to stay in Dallas five years, a hundred million uh, was the the contract that Cooper and his party agreed upon in order to keep him in Dallas. So, with that being said, he has more money get, going his way than both Byron Jones and Robert Quinn each had in their deal. There were four top free agents at their position. Right now, it seems like half of those are going to stay in Dallas. So, Mick, how does that shake down? Cooper's? Yeah. yeah well, I haven't seen the inside of it. Um, you know, he's got $60 million guaranteed, but you got to see where the guarantees run out. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I heard somebody talk about, well, the Cowboys just spent $50 million against their salary cap. Well, He's not going to count $20 million mm. this year. They, right. It won't because of the new CBA. They didn't have to follow that 30% rule right. on increased salaries. So, so it's a team-friendly deal. So he can get, for the first year, I mean, he could count, I don't know, $10 million, right. uh, depending on uh, you know the, the, the signing bonus was $60 million. So if right. you divide $60 million by five, you get, what, $11, $12 million right. per year. 
So it's going to count at least 12 plus a base salary. They can give him a $3 million base salary. He gets $15 million this year, and then next year the base salary will go up. So okay. it matters how it's structured. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a good deal for him. I think Julio Jones is the only one that has made more. But when he signed his, he signed an extension, and he had two more years left on his right. previous contract. And that makes the difference. You talk about that a lot right. with guys having deals, having years still left on their deal exactly. and that money being layered. So that's important. Uh, but I wanted to ask you as well about most of the time when there's a midseason trade made like that, you know that a guy has a couple years left on his contract. Isn't it more advantageous for the organization that's signing him to get him a new deal done? Because at this point, when he comes in, if you can, if you can, but obviously it puts the leverage back in hit on him at that point. Because again, it was more of a let's see how you your 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 chemistry is with Dak. We gave up a number one, but again, that leverage was given off to Amari Cooper and his rep and his agents uh, once we didn't sign him when he came in. No, a- absolutely, and you know, it and it's always they didn't sign him. He, he didn't sign either. Yeah. Right Right, so it's a two-way street. You know, take you back to Dak. We don't know what he's asking for. You know, because if they they've obviously made a a, a player-friendly tag, right? Because they could have tagged him for twenty-six million instead of thirty-one. Yeah, and then he would have had a right to offer to negotiate with somebody, and the Cowboys would have gotten two first-round picks back. So, but they went ahead and gave him the exclusive franchise tag, which was $5 million more. And they're probably figuring, okay, well, this is probably where he's going to make per year. Let's just go ahead and give him that. So it was almost, to me, was like doing him a little bit of a favor. Right. That's a $5 million. F- I mean, it's only five, right? <laughs> 26, <laughs> yeah, 31. Right. Come on now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's the difference between signing a long term deal and being tagged, though, at the moment, or so it so, seems like. To give, to give you guys an example, like they, they re signed Blake Jarwin, he yes. was a restricted free agent. So the restricted second round uh, tender was worth three point two million. All right. So the way they structured his contract, it's four years, twenty four point five. So everybody's like, well, he's going to make six million a year. Well, his cap number for the first year is going to be three point two five million. So that shows you that when you give guys some money, you can reduce the base salary, and that's what he would have made. And his guarantees run out after two years. Yeah. So there's $11 million of non-guarantee in that $24 million. So, again, you got to see the structures before you get carried away with, well, he's going to average this many million a year if you fulfill the entire contract, meaning you better be worth it. It's not like baseball where everything's fully guaranteed right. and it's averaged over but, a certain amount of years. See, and that's what and that's what makes me realize each guy knows in his mind what he wants to do. That's why Amari did what he wanted to do mm-hmm. by by saying, "Okay, I don't. I, I, this is where I want to be. This is how I want to do it." That's why I know when Zeke did what he did. You you got to know what you want to do as a player, and everybody else is just everybody else. So that's why Dak is doing what he want to do. Standing on principles, yeah, what you're talking about. standing on what he want to yeah. believe. And so uh, one thing I try not to do is what I would do. Because what I would do, <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to pay. See, I, when I went over to the uh, that, that, that store that they got over there, mm-hmm. I went over there and saw like, wow, man, about 30% of this stuff ain't got Dak name on it. Okay, so I ain't telling Mr. Jones he can't make money. 
Dak ain't telling Mr. Jones he can't be on it. No. But Dak saying this is what I think my value is. Yeah. Now, how about the CBA and losing that franchise tag and the Redskins meddling with Amari well, Cooper? Because if he, if we did have it's two tags, yeah, if we did have two tags, they would have had to give us a first round draft pick for that. But as you well. don't have two franchise tags. No, you don't. I'm yeah, just saying the transition tag. Yeah, you don't transition give back tag. Anything. You get nothing. Back. You get nothing. nothing back. Okay, and that's I, what he would have gotten. It, it's just a placeholder in terms of making a guy give you an offer well, so you, you can match. Yeah, either yes. either way, they were meddling in our business, trying to get Amari Cooper, and he, and he was true to true to true to his word by saying that I love it here and I want to be here, and he signed for less ten million dollars less. You know, uh, and see, Quinn wanted to be here too, but yeah. Now, Nobody was going to pay what the Bears Mick, just paid. This is why I asked Mick is by Dak hitting them for 31 mil, did that keep us from getting? It cost them this year, for sure. You know, so I, it's not the money, it's how you can spread out the money. See, it, I, don't, I don't go from the. In football, with the salary cap, I never go from the positive side. And what I mean by that is. I, What's the worst thing can happen? Well, the worst thing just happened. They had to tag Dak. The worst thing just happened. Mm-hmm. They had to tag Dak. They wanted a long-term And if deal. they wanted Amari, they had to sign him. Amari said, I'm going to look out. I want, I want to be here. So they got a little reprieve on that. Okay. But do they would have let him go for the 120, you think? If it was Washington, he said, okay, I'm going for the 120. Dallas wouldn't have matched. Mm. So the worst thing happened. But you was able to sign this guy. You lost Robert Quinn. I mean, you lost Robert Quinn and you lost Cobb. You know, that's why I like Nate Newton. You know why? Because he looks on the bright side of things. But no, no but we don't we don't have Amari Cooper in the division because there's a chance a lot of reports before free agency yeah. said, hey, Amari would be a great fit. You know where? Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah. You know where Byron Jones would be a fit? Philadelphia. Yeah. Neither one of those happened. Amari gets Back with the Cowboys. Byron does walk. He's gone, but he's in the AFC. He's with the Dolphins. You don't have to worry about him playing twice a year. You have a little bit of a bright side to this. You haven't lost your quarterback. You keep your top, basically top 10 wide receiver in the league. You, would anybody argue that he's not a top 10 receiver in the league? No. no. I don't think so. But, you keep a guy like that on your ball club, you're doing yourself a favor, even though you have two of the best players on your roster leave, which is going to leave some sort Sort of now. Hole. Now we go. We know we're gonna be in the second tier of the uh, second tier of free agency. We know mm-hmm. we're not gonna go out and sign a big name. But there's still you, some guys out but there. If you, but if you get the right guy in free agency, this this would be like it never. The loss of uh, Quinn and the loss of uh, Cobb would be like it never happened. Because I gotta believe, as much as I love Jason Garrett. I gotta believe that Coach Coach McCarthy has a little bit more to give. I just gotta believe that. Mm-hmm. I, I just gotta believe that they got a little bit more to the offensive punch than what we had before. Of course, I just gotta believe because if they don't, and we don't sign the right free agents on defense, yeah, 
Well, maybe today would have been disastrous if Amari Cooper had went to the Redskins, right? Because that would have been wholesale. Oh, people would be up here in the building. <laughs> that would be wholesale sell-off. But, but, Nate, you were talking before we, when we went to the break that the defensive guys have their work cut out for them. And it looks that way because of all the, the losses. But, again, free agency starts on Wednesday. And if we, if we when we get those guys in here, coupled with the guys that we have under contract, I think that, that those are the things that's going to make this defense as strong. Right now, it just doesn't look like it. And that's mm-hmm. why you have the panic in the room because there's a lot of defensive deficiencies right now that we see is blaring. Well, you can kind of see that on the the numbers game whenever you're looking at the Cowboys and what they spend on offense and on defense. Right now, at this very moment, the offense holds $123 million of the cap spin for the Cowboys, where the defense has only 57. That's more on offense than Kansas City, San Francisco, Green Bay, Baltimore, and New Orleans, and it's also less on defense by a considerable margin of those five notable teams at the same time. That's courtesy of Dan Turner on Twitter. Yeah, but so- there's no quarterback out there probably costing $31 million this year. Not this year, but look at Kansas City. They're about to have to pay a quarterback. No, but the Green Bay's got just, Aaron Rodgers. I know, but the numbers you quoted about the offense are a little skewed because it's a little skewed, especially in Baltimore's case because their quarterback, who's an MVP, is on a rookie contract at the moment. Yeah, so it's a little bit skewed at the same time. But Baltimore, who has one of the better defenses in the in the NFL, they're only spending ninety eight million dollars on defense, where the Cowboys are at fifty seven. That's where my numbers are well, lying in terms of that. Theirs should have just gone up if they signed those contracts with the guys they just got. Well, right? they traded for Colias Campbell. Yeah, and how much is he going to cost? I think that's involved in this. No, because it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't gone on there. The, 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 the thing... I'll take a so look. So you got to be careful on those, those charts. Yeah, the free agency, uh, being that even if Dak would have signed and we would have had the money, this is the biggest year to date for free agency for the Dallas Cowboys. This is the biggest draft for the Dallas Cowboys because you got to see last year numbers don't mean anything. No. It still come down to wins and losses. We did not produce. The only person on that defense that I know that were elite was two people. I mean, and the two people, I'm not going to say Robert Quinn because, to me, he was a hell of a pass rusher, uh, but he couldn't stop the run. Yeah, deficiencies in the run. Yeah, so, but Demarcus Lawrence had an off year, and Byron Jones is gone. Mm-hmm. The other guys, even my guy Jordan Lewis, who I love at the slot, if he played more than a slot, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. So we got to fill those positions. I, I just believe that Coach McCarthy, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, I just think offensively, you know, he can, he can do more with offense. I just think so. Yeah, Mick, I wanted to ask you, like, isn't it ironic? Every, every decade the Cowboys find themselves at a crossroads. In year 2000 with Dave Campo, Took over yeah, 2000. This is nothing like no, that. No, no, well, no, 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 no. No, what I'm saying is we're at a crossroads, literally, because then you go to 2010 and interim head coach Jason Garrett comes in. And now 2020, here we are. Every with, 10 years. Every 10 years, it seems we find ourselves in this situation where it gets very interesting on what the identity of this team is going to be. And so offensively, we know that the juice is going to be applied by Mike McCarthy and his new philosophy. Maybe the terminology won't change because the offensive coordinator is still in place and so we that those things we don't worry about but defensively is where we're saying look this is where the biggest side that we have to make up and we're going to have to bring in those players that do it we have 
the guy that we got, Tristan Hill, last year. We can't just give up on this kid because, look, it's a second-round draft pick, and you know he has to have something in the tank. Malik Collins, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to sign him. looks like he's out of here. But we drafted Tristan Hill for Malik Collins. They play the same position. And Tyron Crawford, is he coming back? He also Lime- drafted Taco Charlton, right? Right, Oops. that didn't work out. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty so, on that, that one. That hurts. He's playing with Byron now out in Miami. No, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. So, but the good thing this year is they do have it. It's twofold, right? You've got cap space that they haven't had for a while, but they've also got more guys to resign than they've ever had in a while because they got more free agents that they're gonna, you know, they have to resign. So that was always going to be problematic. So your money is going to get spread out, but it's going to run out pretty quickly. The, 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 the thing that, okay, Will, I think Will, uh, and you can correct me because you're more into it, but from what I'm perceiving, Will is more in control of the draft. Now, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot of committees. This is where I've always looked at the Cowboys kind of weird. It's always good for us to get in the room and and break it down and hash it out and, 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 and let's vote. But Mick, this is your show. So if we fail, you get fired. Yeah, yeah, take you know, that, Mick. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but, how about that? But, but no, I'm not saying. the other three guys so, with me. Yeah, but no, but no, but no. I'm saying because you have a structure there. We'll find, I think, and I may be speaking out, but I think Mr. Jones and Stephen and Mr. Jones are going to say, hey, Will, we're going to lay on you a little bit more this year. Yeah. And so now he married these coaches with the players and let him do his job. You know, we, we've, we, we've liked this certain guys. We've liked this guy. We've liked this guy. And we've passed on Bulldogs for guys that, oh, he fits the position. Wow, man, really? Well, no. why he ain't doing nothing? Mm-hmm. And, I, and we all know now, it ain't no perfect science in drafting. But you, but when you see a dude that can do it, and he's got the arm length, but he may be 10 pounds lighter and we don't get him because of that? No, man. Let, let, I want to see I want to see what this new staff can do. I really do because I don't think they was brought in here to uh, – Say let's go eight and eight. Or let's go win let's a division. Yeah, right? yeah, no. Yeah, I think they was brought in here to do more. Now, realistically, I think we know that it's going to be a hell of a job for these coaches. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a hell of a job. You agree? Disagree? No, Nick? no. I, I always thought it was a job, and, man. And it was especially going to be a hell of a job for the defense. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's just getting hell of a more. Just hell of a more. It's getting Is that a word? You just made it up right here. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. You can be at differences. And I'm, you know, like me and Mick ain't seeing the Dak thing the same. And I, I, I love that and respect that. But somehow, some way, whether he costs us $31 million against his cap this year or whether he costs us $15 million against his cap, we still can't miss on defense. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we can't miss. You're going to have to go out and get some guys, whether it be in the draft, whether it be in free agency. But it, yeah, it's easy to say that. But it they, is. If you go out and get guys, it does cost. So you got to do yeah, it within. Got to make some You got to do it within your budget. So well, my yeah. guess at cornerback, my best guess would be they try to resign Anthony Brown. You yep. get a one-year prove-it deal. So at least you have. I'll go back to you. At least you have Ike Holt there. 
Yeah. And then if you get Kevin Smith, oh, yeah. I can just kind of work him in, and then eventually Kevin yeah, Smith takes game, over. Yeah, but game, hey, it's your right? job. Right, yeah. it's your job. So if you get Anthony Brown there, at least you got three corners you can bank on, right? And then you can, if you draft a guy, then you say, okay, I can look for a corner. Mm-hmm. If that corner's not there, well, okay, maybe I can get a defensive end. Now, at some point, you're going to have to go get a veteran defensive end that's out there that's not going to cost an arm and a leg. Because at this point, what you don't want to do is bring in a guy that the money says he's absolutely my starter. Unless that guy is really fits your your Let me scheme. Say- Tell you some, Mick. I'm gonna have to take you outside. <laughs> Don't take Mick up. outside, man. He got See, the chase show. He's gonna, he gonna fight me to death. He ain't gonna just give in. He gonna fight to the end. I wish you would say defensive tackle. It does it hurt to say defensive? I, tackle? I guarantee you, their priority is not defensive tackle. Uh, Even it's going to be a defensive end. It's this just like, be. did you hear what Mike mm. Mike Zimmer mm. said what about about? safeties and corners? Right. And they let the, the safety to go. go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, and he said on, on the priority list, the safety's not real high. Right. Right? And but, that's what everybody's been saying around here, but yeah. no one believes them. But, see, the difference is who knows safeties and corners like Mike Zimmer. That's right. So, But they ain't proven over there that, that they, they know, know safeties, safeties and yeah, corners. Of course. Well, no I know what you're saying, yeah. but the priority is and I that you got it. They've done pretty good with the corners, right? Yeah. Okay, couldn't okay. resign the guy because okay. he was so he was, great. They've been doing okay. Boy, well, did he get overpaid? Yeah, a little bit. Who did? Xavier Byron Jones. Byron Jones or Xavier Rhodes? You would have paid him good for Byron, seventeen though. million a year. Mick, we're, we're not. <laughs> I'm just asking. Let me say this. Let I'd me give say him this. twelve or thirteen. Let me say this right here. Same. We have to prove, and this is why I keep saying the new coaching staff, I think a lot more falls on Will McClay's plate, in which I love that. It does. And so, but with this new coaching staff, you you have to understand the reason I want to – see, like, I got new life for our corner. What is his name? Cheetah. Che- uh, I got new life for him, for Lewis, for, for if we can get Brown. You know why I got new life in them? Well, maybe if we maybe if we do something different, maybe if the techniques are different. Because some guys, and I'll give you an example, the guy that left Kansas City and went to L.A., Peterson is his name. Mm-hmm. Now he's with uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. When he got to Baltimore, they, told, they told him, they said, hey, man, don't worry about where you just left the Rams. Can you play like you played <laughs> when you played with Kansas City? And he said, well, of course. His, his ability turned around. A guy we had, an older guy we had in for years that we let go went up to, to the Ravens. You, you got to be able to look at a guy and say he fits our scheme. You're talking this about Brandon Carr. Brandon Carr. Yeah. He may be available. But he had great success up there. And mm-hmm. see, that's what I'm telling people. We don't know if the old coaching staff – Stymied some of these guys. Well, let yeah. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Like, and you look at the NFL, the teams like let's let's say the the Patriots. Bill Belichick has been able to extract more talent with less than anybody else in the league, as far as getting guys to play to the scheme that he has. And so, this defense, you're going to hope that with Awuzie, uh Lewis. Brown, if he resigns with the Cowboys or whoever else, that we're able to extract that, that kind Mike of talent. Mike Nolan may have that touch. 
And I and I go and say this right here over. Have you seen that New England players when they normally sign with other teams get a lot of money? <laughs> but then, but then they they like us, and I'm talking about the Cowboys. You got to be able to look on that film and say he can do what I want in this scheme mm-hmm. at a high rate. Yeah, that's what I mean about and, extracting yeah. that talent. And so, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick, I look at you, and he'll have his scouts, and he takes a more personal touch. Like, you'll see him uh, show up at uh, Winston-Salem. What Bill doing at Winston-Salem? <laughs> because he knows. That's what I want. This, this, and I'll give you a perfect example. For 20 years, when I played, you could not tell the New York Giants or the Pittsburgh Steelers still to this day what a 3-4 defensive end looked like. Mm-hmm. And that's the outside linebackers. They knew. When they saw a guy, that's our guy. Whether they fall to him or whether they got to go up and get him, they go get him. Now I'm asking, are we, and I'm asking you, Mick, do you feel we got that type of defensive coaching staff in place? I think you got a head coach that basically has already said, you get me a good player, I'll figure out my right. scheme. Absolutely. Right. And I think that's a good step forward. I right. think it's it's a coaching staff that gives you a lot more flexibility than well, you've we had think. in the past. That you we think. think. Yeah. But with that being said, there's still a long way to go until they even get a chance to, to get their hands on some of these players, whether they're acquired or drafted, because we don't know what's going on with these dates. And, and what, what are they going to push what, back? What are we going to do when they lose a game, though? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Like, when, we, when the summer comes, the stuff that we're going through now pass, and all of a sudden we'll be... Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, that's we, the we, case. We, we, I, got now, you, I got you covered. Don't believe it or not, there are 31 other teams that are doing some things on free agency, including one that just signed a new starting quarterback. We'll tell you about that next when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. Helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. Where you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. 
Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, do we have a break here? Man, yeah, we live for this. Guess what for this. I have. What do and you have? No luck is required at Jack Black. Thank goodness. If you spend $75, you get free 13-piece lucky jackpot. So $75, right? And here's what you can get. Pit Boss Antiperspirant and Deodorant. Pit All boss. over wash. Face Buff Energizing Scrub. Double Duty Face Moisturizer. And don't forget the Beard Lube Conditioning nice. Shave. That's only part of the 13-piece free you get. So if you go to jackblack.com, getjackblack.com, and you got to do it by midnight tonight, sort of like the NFL Deadline's 11.59 p.m. tonight, and you can get those 13 products free with your $75 purchase. Come on, Chris. you got to hit it. That's beautiful. Uh, Good read, man. Good read. How do you have, thir- like, 13 of those things? Do you yeah, put but them in they're, like a... they're small. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they're like, you have like a little basket travel. you put them into? So we know, what we're, getting. We know what we're getting for Christmas from That's you this right. year, man. That's right. Absolutely. Because uh, so. if I, I spend so. $75, I can give each one of you four <laughs> Just of something. Yeah. Is. Come on. Yo, throw it all out Make there. it easy for you, Mick. Hey, hey, real quick, man. We're talking about this off air, man. Just real quick. What did Teddy get, Bridgewater? Three, three years, $60 million with the Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater, agreeing to terms. He's joining up with former offensive assistant Joe Brady, who's now the offensive coordinator over in Carolina. So he's got a new quarterback to play with. And this kind of comes on the heels of Cam Newton uh, being the or saying that, hey, Cam, you can go that uh, sounds seek like a, out a trade. So three years, 60? 360. That sounds like a pretty safe contract. Oh, yeah. oh, pretty man, it safe. Is. It's it kind is. of a prove it deal. It yeah. is. It is. As it should be. I'm telling you, man, the kid can play. You've the always kid. been really high on him. No, I've turned high on him. <laughs> but Norv is not there, though. <laughs> but you Nate? know what? But that's what I'm basing it off of. If one thing that I've always, and people get mad at me, Norv is one of the greatest offensive coordinators in the game. Mm-hmm. And he knows quarterbacks. He know he will Noah would go overboard and helping a guy reach his potential. And Darrell Moose Johnson, Noah loves Teddy. And I've always liked him. I knew him since he was in high school. And this kid has never never done nothing wrong to show that he's not a good quarterback. Elite, I don't know because he's never had, had a, a chance to prove yeah. it. Yeah. At Louisville, good quarterback, Minnesota, until he ripped his knee, knee up in practice. Yeah. You know, but, but I bet you Zim looked back and said, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, a, that's the other part about it is with all these quarterbacks in free agency, like you said, Mick, somebody's going to be left without a seat once the music stops. Who, Who is, is that going to be? Gonna be? And, and Drew Phillip Brees Rivers. resigned too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Two, Two years extension. Yeah. So who is that going to miss the chair? I think it's. I think Jameis Winston going to miss trouble. the chair. You I think, think it's Winston? Winston? I think it's Rivers. Chair. I think it's going to be Philip Rivers. Oh, I think he's going to the Colts. Ah, oh, you think that's so already done? So where's Brady going? Back home? 
I'm no, thinking, Tom Brady. I'm thinking the Chargers, Ch- yes. Chargers or Vegas. I think it's going to well, be the, uh, well, LA. I'm going to ask a dumb question. I'm like, who's going to uh, Tennessee? They already got, yeah, their, they guy. got their guy. Yeah, they so got their guy. They got their guy. Imagine that. Tenne- and, and why did people tie that Tannehill deal into Dak in some way? Because he didn't get the same deal that Dak is looking for. No. no. Not no. even close. Not even close. But Tannehill yeah. got, what, $68 million guaranteed, and he just turned around and handed the ball off to all-world running back. See, I, I mean, come on, man. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet deal. But they, but him and his people got with the coach and their people and, and the GM, and they, they know what they're looking for. They got a great tight end and a nice upcoming wide receiver. Yeah, they yeah. know what they got. They got a good offensive line. They got a nice defense. They know what they got. They need a guy to manage at a high efficiency, and that was they got. They gave him four years, ninety-one million guaranteed. I now the package is one hundred and eighteen, so My the guarantee goodness. averages out I to twenty-two point. Well, he went from the scrap heap yeah. to the penthouse <laughs> pretty <laughs> quick in a year's pretty time. Darn quick. That's like trading places there. Well, that's what happens when you go to a conference championship game. What's that? Wink, wink. What are you laughing at? Don't text Mick. About the Dallas Cowboys quarterback because he has done his homework. Man, look at that thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you when you go at Mick on Facebook or Twitter, you better be correct because he's gonna have every quarterback Nate, that's signed. Nate, I'm afraid of that little book over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, man, yeah, that thing is. Um, and it's not like yeah. Bill's little green book. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, right? it's not. He don't have a phone or nothing. He's not googling. No. He went right to. Did, how does yeah. he do that, Nate? He, because. He know the issue and the big talk is going to always circle around Dak. And so he's prepared at any angle to come at you. Love it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> with all this being said, we can talk about this deep quarterback free agency class all mm. we want. Right. But there were some wide receivers on the move yesterday, one of which that I want to hear your reactions to. What was the first thing that went through your mind whenever DeAndre Hopkins was traded to Arizona? But we know where all the toilet paper went. It went to to Houston. Oh yeah, for Bill O'Brien. Oh wow! It's obvious something's wrong with Bill, man. You know, my mom always say, you know, you got to pick your words wise. So, which sound words, dumb or ignorant? Uh, I don't know. Probably a little bit of ignorant. That's a harsher word. I mean, you want to use that one? Is this kid a? Is he a problem in the locker room? Not I mean, that you know I, I, of. No, it, here, it, it has to be something that made him not do that. What, what, what made him here, do it? Here, here was the bottom line. He mm-hmm. was in the last year of his contract. Yeah. And they were trying to re-sign him, and they weren't getting anywhere. And I think they felt like they weren't going to re-sign him. Okay, okay. So it's like, okay, let's get something A for second. Him. A second. They got a second-round draft pick. Got a running back. They got David Johnson, who's a washed-up <laughs> backup. It's Look okay. how you said that, Mickey. That is second and fourth-round pick. You see? <laughs> Mickey got, was a little smug at yeah, that point. Yeah, right? Come on. They got David Johnson and a second-round no pick. to uh, tender him um, – Exclusive tag because his money still would have been up there. He would have hit hit their cap like that yeah. and get ours. But how do you how do you trade money. how do you trade away that kind of production when you look at they him? did it with see they did it with Clowney and that was the beginning second it, round draft pick yeah. for Clowney yeah so they 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 it, it become see I understand New England and why they do what they do they win in every year but all you showing your players. At that team right there, hey, man, let go out and play hard as we can play. Let me be by itself because the team ain't going to never look out for nobody. 
Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and the last person they paid was JJ Watts. But you got to get you know. In the last, and the other thing on that, he didn't have any dead money, so they didn't incur any dead money trading yeah, him. That's right. So, but Bill O'Brien was was up twenty eight points in the AFC Championship. You know, I mean, not the championship, but against Kansas City. And there's a method to his madness. It may, people may not agree with it, but he's been able to rebuild that team. And maybe with Cobb, uh, and he has Laramie Tunsil on the offensive line. I don't just want to dog on him because he's had success in Houston, but the trade just didn't make sense. Well, you know, if, you look at their, players, if you look at their wide receivers now, it's Kenny Stills. Stills. Cobb. Oklahoma product. And a kid that can't be stay healthy. A, cu- a couple people. So what you're banking on, and what you're saying, and and, and I'm gonna wait and see with you. But what you're saying is my quarterback is there. See, that that is the thing that I try to tell everybody. When you look at Dak, let's quit talking money, and let's say is he there? And what I mean by that is. Okay, you, what you thought last year, oh, man, he needs somebody to – oh, he can't tow the team. Well, well, I don't know whether he can tow the team or not, but the, the Joneses are asking themselves, is he there? By you getting away a piece like that, you you telling the, you telling the world he's that there. your quarterback, he's there. Mm-hmm. So if we can get suitable, above – not that stuff we had a couple of years ago talking about by committee, but guys that have played and can play. Now, I'm with you. Who it seems like every receiver they get besides him is a is a walking injury, you know. But they saying their quarterback is there, man. Yeah. They are saying their quarterback is there. And it's crazy how quick things turn around because we were just talking a couple weeks ago almost that there could have been a Clemson reunion down in Houston with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Sammy Watkins was potentially going to go to Houston. And then you've got DeAndre Hopkins there as well. That would have been something special. But instead, now Watson's all by himself down there. Now he does have Will Fuller, not a Clemson guy. Will but Fuller was the other hurt. guy who was trying to talk This dude can sleep and wake up <laughs> but, with a He's got a hamstring injury, <laughs> but understand, on, and, and and I understand that. Yeah, the value he didn't get, he he should. If you're going to do it, you should get more for him, yeah, right? For but sure. he is in the last year of his contract, I, which I devalues the trade value. Uh, but he's this didn't just spring up like this morning. He woke up and said, "Oh, I'm going to do this." So he's got to have a plan. It's got to be a thing. On maybe uh, uh, where he thinks they're going to find a wide receiver. To sign in free agents, I agree with you 100. Other than Randall Cobb, because obviously that didn't happen overnight either. But you got to ask yourself, and the one question I know, this is what you're telling your people: your quarterback has arrived. Number two is who needs a contract? Yeah. Number two is uh, ain't no better hands in the league. No, he's got incredible hands. And, and ain't no I better, ain't no better clutch player. And see, I, I'm with you. Okay, you did what you did. But you saying your quarterback has arrived. So, but I, I know one thing: Will Fuller walked off the field. Was it hurt? Then it looked. <laughs> what they got one called Nikki, Nikki, Kiki, and all of them. Yeah, one he of those guys. He walked off the field. Then the tight end walked off the field. And his kid <laughs> all by himself. Yeah, his quarterback. He had to do it all. Now uh, I'm looking at this right here, Mick, and it says that 
DeAndre Hopkins is an unrestricted free agent in 2023. However, he was trying to get a restructure okay. and a new deal done. He was just trying to get his money done, which is the same same situation that you're but talking everybody, about. But everybody does that. Once he they see the, money, the market man. be reset and they understand mm-hmm. that their numbers are higher than the next guy, they want to get to he that point. And that's the same thing. I mean, you know, you look at Atlanta letting go of their running back that had three years Devontae left. I mean, Freeman. Freeman. He had three years left on his deal, and they asked him. But, to, you, but could you see he he wasn't that guy? No, but that's that's, <laughs> that's see, what you said. That's my point. Though. The thirty nine point <laughs> five million he left in his contract, mm-hmm. there was no guarantees. On it. Uh, see, that's whatsoever. exactly what yeah. he was trying well, to no grab. No guarantees then. on him. Yeah, that's it, what he's trying it, to that's get. That's what I read too, Mick. I'm like, okay, because the first thing when I see a great player, a top three wide receiver. Uh, top three quarterback or whatever. I'm like, why? And the first thing I Mick, why? Why? Because Mick, you know, hey, why did he sign this dude back? Because it got to be a locker room problem or something. No, you know. Now, when Man. you say that the, the Sean Watson has arrived, do you think that is also a part of the fact that you know quarterbacks are getting paid the way that they are? You know that Patrick Mahomes is going to get paid. Watson's contract is going to be on. crazy. I know we can't touch. Stop. What do you mean? Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Is that the exception to the rule? What? Well, you want to high five me? Let me say this right now. Say it. Ain't no, ain't but one other guy in the league uh, is able to talk about that type of. This dude here, with I, I, I believe, can take any and everything and make it great. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is here. Aaron Rodgers is here, and the rest of the league is right here. But you don't believe Watson's money gonna be right up there with him. It's gonna be right up there with him. But I'm telling you, Mahomes is here, Aaron Rodgers is here, and the rest of them. Now I don't know how y'all rank them, but that's how I rank them. Well, at the moment, our time is here. We're here. (laughs) Right. And so that means we're out of time. We've got to get out of here and go on with our days. We're gonna talk a few minutes after we get off. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now we we got the news coming on after us. Yeah, the 10 o'clock news, Bill Jones. No, we've got other things going on, but throughout the week, different scheduling here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. The draft show is tomorrow, not Thursday, and then the break is Thursday, not tomorrow. So just wanted to remind everybody of that. But for Nick, Nate Newton, for Heckma Harrison and Mickey Spagnola, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Thanks for listening. So long here for Talking Cowboys. Bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!